What's up, guys? It's Ben Bangu with Indianapolis Colts, and you're listening to the No Special Teams Podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the No Special Teams Podcast, where we talk about sports but skip all that stupid stuff like special teams that nobody likes. Um, this is Ben Kiesling here along, and we got a live pod this week, which is pretty exciting. We have me and Ben Holloway in Fort Smith recording together, and then Carson and Ben Friesen in Little Rock recording together. And then our special guest for this week is Stephen Harris. So Welcome, Stephen. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, Stephen, we, we obviously, whenever we have a guest, we have to know, one, what are your favorite teams? And then two, just what what sort of info do you want every all the twenty people that listen to know about you? Gotcha. Um, well, I guess I can start off by saying I went to college with all y'all guys. Uh, got to hang out quite a bit with y'all, and that was really fun. Good getting to know y'all. Um, graduated last year, twenty nineteen. Uh, been working on and off ever since. Nothing steady quite yet, but getting there uh, my favorite sports teams uh we'll start with college definitely the razorbacks um okay in every sport uh the razorbacks take the lead there uh nfl chiefs fan first cowboys second um okay. yeah mlb cardinals ben Friesen and i have actually been to a chiefs game with you oh that is a true. great time yeah they won uh, against the chargers that was your primo home in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. That was the glory days with Alex Smith. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. Um, NHL, Red Wings first, Blues second. And I don't really watch the NBA, so I can't give you all a lot of information on that. So, no. sorry, guys. Well, just a spoiler for this week. Uh, we're, we, got, we got Steven on. We're going to do some NHL talk with with uh, their season starting back up. And obviously, obviously none of us are, are huge hockey fans. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about who we have decided is going to be our team. So look forward to that. Um, we'll hop in our, our sports update. Obviously, sports are back now. Um, so we actually have something to talk about other than just soccer. Um, so one of the things that was this week, um, kind of before games started and everything, Oh my gosh, Giannis just got hurt. He's on the ground. This isn't good. Yeah. I hit fine. Keep going. Okay. Um, regardless. <laughs> um, so we saw the Nuggets during their scrimmage. The average height of their team was 6'11. Um, now, in this lineup, it's called tall ball as opposed to small ball. Um, they had three centers they had Bull Bull, Jokic, and Mason Plumley, and then two power forwards. Um, which, I mean, I don't, they're kind of zigging while the whole league is zagging. I mean, it's really, uh, you know, the exact opposite of what you see the Rockets doing. Um, really interesting. We started to see, you know, what really ends up happening over the course of once games really start and they get to play in, if that's going to happen or not. Um, but yeah, we're going to have a special NBA only, um, podcast 
coming out, I think on Monday. So keep your your ears open for that, and we'll we'll go from there. Carson, you got you have some soccer news and a lacrosse update for us, right? Really quick, really quick on that Nuggets note. Ben, do you think that the Nuggets will roll out that lineup in their first game tomorrow? We're recording this uh, on Friday. Do you think the Nuggets, that was just them playing around in the scrimmages, or do you really think the team's going to come out tomorrow rolling with the tall ball lineup for their first game? I mean, I think as far as the – got to think about the matchup, right? When you're talking about the Heat, that is another one of those really small teams. So I think if you were going to do it, that's probably a good team to do it too. I mean, at center, they have Kelly Olenek. They have Bam Adebayo, but they really don't have a whole lot of size. And Myers Leonard too. Um, but I think if they were going to do it, the Heat would probably be a good team to do it too. But I think we'll it'd be see. interesting. I'm, I think there's been a lot of discussion on whether Bol Bol is going to actually get any real minutes in actual games. Um, just because, I mean, the guy, you know, literally just stepped into the league this week his first games uh, hadn't played an official NBA game yet, uh, but I'm excited to see him. And the NBA has officially announced that next season, he is still going to qualify as a rookie uh, because the season votes already taken place. So uh, early pick for uh, rookie of the year, 2021 Ben Simmons style. It's going to be uh, a <laughs> There we go. Hey, question. Um, would you rank, Bowl Bowl scrimmage higher than Hoodie Mellow, uh, or does Hoodie Mellow no, still Hoodie have that? No, Hoodie Mellow is like Hoodie Mellow is like a Hall of Fame the ultimate player, the ultimate scrimmage player, dude. Absolutely. He's the ultimate guard. Him, him in like scrimmages or international play, like best, yeah, best player, I think in the league. I Me- mean, Mellow on obviously also just like a few hours ago single handedly put the Grizzlies in a coffin, so. Uh, that that was quite impressive finishing yeah. that game. Big rip. All right, uh, into soccer news. Um, so this past weekend was the final day in the Premier League season. So all ten, 20 teams played at once. Um, a little controversy actually happened in the relegation battle. Um, one club, Bournemouth, ended up getting relegated by one point, and the team that uh, they would have – Got in over actually on the first day of the post-quarantine lockout season. The goal line technology Skyhawk system, they forgot to turn it on, and it didn't work in one of the games. And so in a 0-0 draw, it actually should have been 1-0, and that team ended up getting saved from relegation from that. No way. So this team, Bournemouth, is actually pursuing legal action against Skyhawk and trying to get money out of the deal against the company against the company. Um, they're cause I mean, they're going to lose out on several hundreds of millions of dollars by not playing in their Premier league next year. Yeah. So pretty, pretty sad for them, but also pretty crazy that who would have thought that that one play would actually end up affecting the whole season. Uh, over in the champions league qualification, man city obviously secured theirs a long time ago. Um, Leicester had the biggest collapse since uh, the Berlin Wall. Um, They had a 14-point lead uh, heading into the lockout over uh, everyone, and they lost that lead and did not qualify for champions. They had their spot stolen by Chelsea and Man U. Speaking of former Man U greats, uh, Ronaldo did something pretty big this week, didn't he? Yeah, Yeah. so – depending on how much you keep up with soccer. 
I think this has never been done before. Um, Ronaldo and Juventus just won the Italian league for the second year in a row. And I think he's become the first player to win the Premier League. Second. second player. Um, so he's become yeah, the first player to win the Premier League twice, the, uh, the Spanish league twice, and the Italian league twice. So bold prediction. I think here at the end of his contract with Juventus, we're going to see Cristiano Ronaldo heading over to Germany to play for Bayern Munich. And <laughs> he's going to just lock up the rest of Europe um, and win it in all the leagues. So, when's Do you think he'll finish out on the MLS? It's got to be David Beckham's MLS or LA, one of those. He would be yeah. great here in uh, either Miami or, or Los Angeles for sure. That would be awesome. Do a uh, uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic just come over here for that one season, tear it up, and then leave? <laughs> yeah. And spend the entire year just telling people how you are the best player in the league. I mean, it was not a question. <laughs> Zlatan has been going off since the uh, post lockout in the Italian league. He's got like two goals and assists in almost every single game since he's come back, and he's 38. It's insane. It is insane. I mean, he's still incredible. And he was good when he was – he played for Man U in the Premier League, right? And he got hurt, and that was the whole thing. Um, but Tore his ACL and then was back like five months later playing again. Pretty ridiculous. Wild stuff. All right. Well, All right. Uh, other soccer news. We're going down to the second division in England. Oh, there was no. some absolute crazy controversy occur in their final day. So – they have 24 teams in the league with the first two top two teams automatically advance to the uh, Premier League the next season and then places three through seven qualify for a playoff. Um, on final day, one of the teams that was, was supposed to uh, advance up ended up dropping out and has to go through the playoff system. Another club that was had been in the playoff for like five weeks straight dropped points on the final day and got knocked out. Over in the relegation battle in that, there was actually some crazy controversy. This team, Wigan, was sitting at 59 points uh, heading into the end of the thing. They were at 12th place, way far away from relegation. But they had an owner who did some sketchy stuff and made some bad dealings that the club didn't even know about. And as a result, the league had to take over the club. And from that, they got deducted 12 points. So heading into the final game of the season, they're ranked 12th place because of the 12-point deduction. They're in the relegation zone. That's and crazy. they end up playing on the final day, tied, did not get a win. And so they got relegated, even though they were closer to the top than they were to the bottom. honor. <laughs> Because of the owner, they should have done so, that to the Astros. We should have, we should have had the Astros relegated to the minors. The minors, <laughs> I'd love it. <laughs> we'll jump over there too. We I really want to Joe Kelly right now. Has everybody seen what happened with Joe Kelly and the the fight between the Dodgers and the Astros? Social distancing fight. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> essentially, what happened? If y'all remember, um, there's a video that kind of went viral over the. I guess this was this spring. Um, Joe Kelly was throwing in his backyard, working on his changeup, and threw a ball through his window. Um, and I think this was all just a long con, so with that he knew when he played the Astros, he could just throw it at all their players as much as he wanted to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so he, in uh, I don't think maybe consecutive at bats, he threw at Alex Bregman and um, Carlos Correa, 
and then he proceeded to strike out Correa and Correa obviously upset. I mean, somebody threw a 95 mile an hour fastball at him. I'd probably be pretty upset too. Um, Joe Kelly makes like a baby face at him. It's like, why are you crying? And then they got in a fight. And then Kelly got suspended after they wouldn't suspend the entire Astros organization for cheating. So uh, obviously the MLB um, right now is not doing too hot. I think a lot of people are already upset about that whole scandal and how it was treated. And then now I think multiple teams have had coronavirus outbreaks and um, really, they're they're not doing great this season. Um, they're gonna have to bubble for sure. Season. Yeah, the MLB stuff makes me thankful for the NBA bubble. Yep. And I, I hope the NFL learns too and does the same thing. Where they're gonna, I mean, I don't know, but there's so many players involved with the NFL. They've got to do something. Yeah. Well, and part of the the problem with this whole season coming back for baseball is, you know, with the NBA. I mean, the the Players Association and the NBA worked out this whole bubble months ago and they've been working out, you know, just the fine tuning the details and getting players trained up and tested. I mean, the M- the uh, I mean, the MLB still just a few weeks ago was at Arkansas and now they've suddenly rushed to starting a starting the season back. And it just goes to show that the way that this whole process has been managed has has just been really terrible. And it's not a surprise to me that they're already canceling games. And I think you've only probably got another week or two before they call off the regular season entirely and find some way to do a, a, a bubble tournament, kind of like we've seen from the NBA. And I don't, I don't even begin to know how that would look from mm-hmm. a, a baseball standpoint. What did you have to say? Did you see the, uh, the announcers the other night uh, take a dig at Altuve after he uh, struck out? No. And the announcer goes, yeah, yeah it's kind of hard to uh, swing when you're guessing rather than know it's coming. <laughs> and then it goes to commercial break. I thought that was great. It is really. <laughs> I mean, I think that's going to happen all season. There are a lot of people that are upset at the Astros right now. but um, yeah. One of the biggest injustices in sports from Corona is the fact that the Astros aren't getting booed every single game by the fans. <laughs> they should definitely, if they're going to pump in crowd noise, they should just pump in for all Astro away games. Just a steady boo go in there. <laughs> I would be all for hearing that on TV. <laughs> that would be incredible. All right. Okay. Well, we're all right. Over. Oh, we got our NHL. Over to something. Lacrosse. Tell us about lacrosse. I forgot. We got a lacrosse news. So the other day, <laughs> I was scrolling through ESPN Plus, and the only thing that was on was lacrosse. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> and um, so I'd never really paid much attention to Major League Lacrosse. It was something that I'd seen like on TV, but never actually watched it. So I was like, all right, I'll just watch for a couple of minutes, see what it's about. Come to find out they're doing their entire season in two weeks. They're doing just a giant tournament. They have all the players are mic'd up. They have every player has an audio uh, system in their helmet, like the NFL quarterbacks and the safeties linebackers do. And they're doing in-game interviews with the players. So they interviewed a one of the forwards who had like five goals, and he's standing right beside the goalkeeper. And they asked him about this goalkeeper's performance, and all the other players can hear it. And he says, like, yeah, this guy's name, yeah, he's honestly trash tonight. And then the goalkeeper turns and looks at him and he's like what and he goes yeah i'm talking about you you're trash and he, he said a few uh explicitives in there too which may be why the video got removed and i haven't been able to find it since 
But then preceding that, he ended up scoring another goal on the guy and then flexed him mid-interview. <laughs> Greatest thing I've ever seen from Major League Lacrosse right there. So I would love to see that, like, with the NBA right now. I wish they yeah. had, like, either a – like, you can, like, subscribe to a different, like, online or something like that. But hearing, like, the on-court, like, what they're talking about in, during the entire game, I would totally be down for that. Oh, yeah. Like, if a player gets dunked on, interview immediately. How do you feel about that? Well, just hearing them talk back and forth would be a lot of fun because there's a lot of trash talk that goes on in pickup ball, and that's kind of that's kind of how it is with no fans. It's just like playing pickup almost. Yeah, I've heard That'd a lot so of the, uh, the players are having to adjust because normally with the amount of just kind of buzz and noise that is in you know those large arenas, they can kind of turn their head away from the referees and say what they want to say. And I mean, if you saw from the uh, the Grizzlies. Trailblazers game. The Trailblazers <laughs> got hit with three technical fouls in the game because their player would turn away from the ref and mouth off, and the ref was kind of like jogging behind him. Like, hey, bro, I can still hear you. <laughs> so, <laughs> was there a mellow rebound? Oh, I heard one of Mellow's rebounds during the. Uh, I heard during one of the scrimmages. In the scrimmages, but I didn't hear one today. So, what he's referencing, in case y'all don't know. Whenever Carmelo Anthony gets a rebound, he usually shouts an expletive. Um, I don't know why he does that. Um, I guess that's just his thing. But uh, there you go. All right. Well, we'll hop in hockey now. Okay. Steven, I just want you to kick us off. So, obviously, I think you and Carson were the only two that would really consider yourselves to be hockey fans before all of this, before we all decided – so I'll have you all start. Who's your team? So you already mentioned Red Wings and the Blues. Why Why the Red Wings and the Blues? What's the, what's the thought process? Yeah, so my dad's the one who got me into hockey um, early on. He, he grew up in Missouri, so he's always a Blues fan. And I'd always cheer for them with him. But then when I got my first PlayStation – we got NHL 2004, I believe, and I always played with the Red Wings, and I would always do pretty well. And so ever since then, I've been a huge Red Wings fan. I've followed them, and, I mean, they did pretty, they've been doing pretty good. They have a great history, uh, usually a good team. They've been pretty bad the last five or so years, but I'm still going to cheer for them even though they suck. But that's why I've always been a Red Wings fan. There we go. That's kind of how I became a Tottenham fan, and then I actually – Started following soccer and decided it wasn't for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you left Tottenham like three episodes ago. What what is this? No, you know, like that's just that's the backstory. We're, we want everybody to kind of get to know us. In case you don't, like the more <laughs> the more we're gonna learn about everybody's life, and eventually it's gonna be like we're all like one big family or something like that. You know, and the listeners are gonna be like, oh my gosh. That's Ben, and I don't know anything. About Your new team does play tomorrow, and Captain America is is healthy. So I'm looking forward to it. I wonder if you know. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Carson. Okay, why why the Blues? What's the what's the what's the reasoning? All right, so I've always been, uh, other than the Indianapolis Colts, which I was a huge fan of as a kid growing up. I was always Let's go with the local closest team. And so NBA, Grizzlies, uh, baseball, Rangers, 
Um, hockey, I wasn't sure if I wanted to go with Dallas or St. Louis Blues as a kid, but I like the blue and gold, and I thought their logo was cooler. Plus, I didn't want to be a star, so I went with the Blues and then actually went to a uh, pro game last year with uh, first ever NHL game with Steven. Yeah. Uh, I've gone to multiple sporting events with him. Uh, NBA, NHL, NFL. Uh, we got to hit some uh, MLS at some point. But we went there. Blues lost like was it eight or nine to three? It was really bad. I think it was six to two. Still, it was yikes. a lot more than that. I'm the fans sure. were booing. It was five zero in the first period. Yeah, it was not good. But anyways, they were like dead last in their division after that. We go and see them play. I'm like questioning whether or not I really wanted to be a Blues fan at this point. And then they go off for like 15 straight wins and end up winning the Stanley Cup at the end of the year. So it was a good year to uh, fully go all in with my uh, St. Louis Blues fandom. There we go. Nice. All right, I'll go next, and uh, we'll let the Bens finish with their team. So i got to give an honorary mention, um, the Mississippi River Kings. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you have ever been to a River Kings game, you know – um, me and Ben Holloway, I guess we went in 2018 to a game. Um, and so we, I had like growing up, you know, I lived, uh, in Wynn, Arkansas, which was like 30 minutes away. And I just remember my family going all the time. And so this is like senior year of college. We were like, okay, we're going to go to a river Kings game. And I was like, totally just expecting it to like be fights the entire time. Um, but we go to this game. And so we are, uh, we're sitting there, and the River Kings scored like, I think it's like five goals in the first period or something crazy like that. And uh, we decided to like get up and uh, get a drink or go to the bathroom or something. And um, we're, <laughs> we're walking around and we asked the, uh, like the lady that was up at the top, like telling people, like, okay, this is where your seat is at, all that stuff. They're like, have you ever seen you know them do this good? And she's like, I've been working here for 25 years, and I've never seen them score five goals in a game. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. And they went on, and I think they scored, was it 15? Yeah, 15. So they wow. actually broke the franchise record for goals in a game. <laughs> Kiesling and I were sitting on the glass. Front row tickets cost us like $17 after tax. Yep. <laughs> to sit on, on, the, on the glass, felt like we were on the ice. And it was quite the experience. We pulled up, and 100%. You when you park in the parking lot of their of their arena, it just looks like a mega church. Like yeah. it just, it looks like you have pulled up and you're on a Sunday morning church going to like no. It does not look like an arena at all. We went in. It was Chick Fil A family night, and they put yeah. on a show. It was so, awesome. <laughs> You know, they got off an hour early from their actual day jobs and got a little extra warm-up. But uh, one of the things about watching the River Kings, man, you see some, some guys out there that you know, like, that just served you at Subway that afternoon, and, and they're out there on the ice. So, can't beat that. <laughs> well, Reminds me of the, uh, the Little Rock guys know about these, the uh, River Blades and the, the Glacier, Glacier Cats. Cats from when we were kids. <laughs> Throwback. Glacier Cats. Glacier Cat. Glacier Cat. I would Glacier Cat puck still. That's awesome. Riverblades puck, actually. Somewhere in the garage. I have a Riverblades foam finger hand. (laughs) I was going to call you out. Give it to you. 
when it was my turn, I was going to call you out, Carson, for sitting here talking about the closest hockey team and dishing out some major shade. Fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> well, to get to my actual NHL team, I'll say my actual NHL team is the Colorado Avalanche. Um, so my family took a trip to Denver. This was a couple years ago, too. And we went to an Avalanche game. And if you've never been to an NHL game, I highly recommend it. The fans are, like, incredible. And it's just an, it's a crazy atmosphere. But so we were at this game, and everybody is plastered, except for me and my dad, because we got the super cheap tickets, and we're, like, sitting at the very top. And they were playing the Maple Leaves, and there was this lady that was, like, three or four rows ahead of us that um, was, like, turning around and, like, cussing out this guy that was a – a Maple Leafs fan and like flipping him off in front of the entire uh, stadium. And I was like, yep, I'm a, I'm an avalanche fan. Now I'm in (laughs) (laughs) a great time. I don't think they're actually good. I haven't watched one of their games since they, uh, since it came back. Um, I've only actually watched one game, but um, when the avalanche are on next, I will be watching. So. All right, Holloway, who's your team? Yeah, I'll go next. So I've never been a big hockey guy um, growing up. I did go to a lot of River Blades games. It was actually the uh, the first birthday party I ever had. Got a got a nice big uh, cookie cake out at the uh, out at the River Blades. So they'll forever be you know a, a piece of my heart. Um, uh, I have gone to a Preds game, uh, Preds and Thrashers. Uh, played back in the day, but still never was really connected. So this last week when we started talking about picking our, our new teams, it came uh, the day after the announcement of uh, the Seattle Kraken. Uh, and I just decided, you know, why not start with something new? I'm disappointed that they didn't go with uh, the Seattle hockey team as their name. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> something to learn. Uh, from the Washington football team's, uh, you know, strategies and marketing. But, uh, you know, I, I was all in on the Kraken. Uh, also saw a tweet yesterday where they just started the morning by tweeting out, let's get Kraken. And to me, that was all I needed. So I, I'm all in. Uh, I'll wait for the for the draft and see uh, who we can bring. Uh, but I, I'm excited to see what the Kraken can bring to the NHL next season. So I just looked at the NHL uh, schedule for their bubble, and the Blues play the Avalanche Sunday night. So we've got a little rivalry going on here within the pod. Hey, maybe uh, we get a- in at 5.30 p.m., so tune in Sunday night. Should we go for another bonus episode and talk about the game after? Me and you, Carson? I'm honestly down. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll release three episodes this week. Hey, y'all come watch it at my house. I would, but I cannot drive all the way to Little Rock. Yeah, it's a good drive. Um, yeah, so I'm not a, at all of a, a hockey fan, so I'm just kind of looking through teams right now and trying to pick one. <laughs> but I know that the Golden Knights just started in Vegas, and they're winning their division already, so I got to go with the Golden Knights. Yeah, um, they, already, they already won the Stanley Cup, didn't they? Vegas is they my got team. Second. They got second. They got second? Yeah. So, yeah, On their they, first year. Yeah, they crushed it their first year, so – not a bad yeah, yeah, it seems like the NHL like expansion draft is pretty favorable to the new teams. Because they – if you added an NBA team and didn't like 
do a draft or something, they would be terrible. I feel like Ben just did what like most Americans do in picking a like a European soccer team. They're just scrolling through the list of names. They're like, oh, this sounds cool. Let's follow them. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll hop on to our last segment. Um, so if you saw this week, um, it was announced that Mike Tyson is going to come back and fight at uh, 56, right? At this point, is he in his 50s or his 40s? He's old, regardless. Like 56. Yeah, so uh, Mike Tyson's coming back, but we were, we were texting that in our message. One of the undercards for this fight is Jake Paul and, um, and Nate Robinson, um, the NBA slam dunk champion. Um, so obviously, because of that, you know, if, if you don't follow Jake Paul's career, um, you know, he's a YouTuber. Um, but we were thinking about it and we were like, what celebrities and or athletes would we love to see get in a fist fight? Um, so I can start this off. Um, mine, I would love to see Richard Sherman fight Michael Crabtree. Mm. I just think Crabtree already has some bad blood there um, with the whole, you know, Sherman calling him out in front of everybody and saying, if you put me on a sorry receiver like Michael Crabtree, I'm going to go off, you know, I, and correct me if I, he was the one that got in a fight with Aqib Tlaib all those times, right? I feel like he did. That sounds right. I think so. But, yeah, he did. He would snatch his chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I would love to see him come at Sherman. And I, I do think Sherman, I just have the feeling he's a guy that would be, did y'all watch the Sherlock Holmes movies with yeah. Robert Downey Jr.? Mm-hmm. You know how he just like, in the fight scenes, it would like slow down completely. And he's just like thinking he's going to do this and then I'm going to do this. And then da, da, da. Like, I just totally see Richard Sherman being in a fight and just everything slowing down and being like, like this incredibly smart, like I'm just going to outthink this guy. In the fight. Maybe I'm completely off base, but is that just because he went to Stanford? Yep. He's a smart guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he pretty much just because he went to Stanford, but I think he's actually <laughs> right. Just hearing him yeah, talk, like, I think he's legitimately kind of a smart guy. Maybe not as smart as Andrew Luck. Like, Andrew Luck is a walking dictionary. He also went to Stanford. But I would say Sherm is probably a top, like, two or three. Sherm's a really smart, smart guy. I mean, he negotiates his own contracts now. Yeah. So he's probably – I don't think he's as smart as Josh Dobbs, who is literally a rocket scientist. But I would make him maybe second in the NFL as far as intelligence. Regardless, yeah. we're getting way off topic. Um, who right. is Carson has something good, right? Carson, who's your celebrity? celebrity um, so this is going to go throwback NFL. So I don't know if y'all remember back when Andre Johnson. No, say that one. The Houston Texans no. fighting Stephen Flanagan on the Titans. Huh. That would have been. And then my other one, we've seen this happen like three times in Fast and Furious movies, but I'd love to actually see Vin Diesel and Dwayne The Rock Johnson get in the ring. That'd be awesome. That would be incredible. Like that in that movie, like those are some of the best fights that, uh, Ever Imagine the pay-per-view numbers for that. It would be incredible. 
Okay, I need to hop in really quick because I don't know if, if Carson, like, somehow, you know, jacked my list. But legitimately, the two items I have here are Andre Johnson and Cortland Finnegan and The Rock versus Vin Diesel. Are the <laughs> <laughs> I had down. So, what's the chance? So, I guess I'll finish out with the last ones I had before anybody else goes and takes them. Um, so, I think this has been a big week. Uh, really since last week in terms of Twitter beefs. So I'd like to see this take it from uh, from from social media to, to the ring. Uh, first off, and, and most of them are uh, around sports, you got Kendrick Perkins and Lou Will going back and forth this yes. week. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but they've been uh, calling each other out for Lou, Will, uh, Lou Williams' uh, chicken wings adventure in Atlanta, um, exiting the bubble and, and uh, going basically, straight to the strip club. Yeah, basically <laughs> – Perk, uh, Perk said that Zion was more professional than Lou Will was, and it started some beef. Uh, you've got Le'Veon Bell and Jamal Adams, who this week after uh, Jamal Adams uh, got his trade ultimately to Seattle, Le'Veon took to, uh, took to the internet to basically say that <clears throat> Jamal Adams recruited him to the Jets, saying that they were going to win together, and then uh, peaced out. And Jamal Adams, rather than just leaving it, decided to respond and say he had their uh, – their game against each other circled on his calendar. Um, and so that one I think is a good one. Uh, you've got Keenan Allen who called out every wide receiver in the <laughs> NFL, including <laughs> a, a man by the name of Chris Goodwin, who is not Chris Godwin, who he meant to tag in the post. And so Chris Goodwin responded and said, like, hey, I don't want that smoke, man. Like, take that elsewhere. Uh, so the NFL wide receiver core and Chris Goodwin. Um, and lastly, and I think most <laughs> Importantly, we talked about it already, but Joe Kelly against the entire Astros uh, <laughs> franchise. And really, you could expand it to just any any Dodgers fan that wants to show up and any Astros fan that wants to show up, just throw them in a ring together. It can be kind of the ultimate brawl, and let's just see what happens because uh, I know guys on both sides of the fence, and there is no love lost. Nice. So as a uh, as a Thunder fan, I gotta throw Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant out there. Oh yeah. my gosh, that would be a great fight. What is Katie's reach? Um, also, I'd love to see just the malice of the pal- at the palace reenacted in a ring. Just Did- get all those players in there, get the fans back in there, get Ben to watch it. Okay, he's I did go back and watch the video after last week nice. on the uh, live on the show. <laughs> Um, and then my last one would be uh, Charles Barkley versus Draymond Green. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Or Charles Barkley versus Shaq. I would love to see that too. I think that's more of a playful thing, but I would just I, – I think that would be a fun thing to watch. I think they'd just be laughing the whole time based on how they, uh, how they laugh on uh, whatever it's called, NBA on TNT. Yeah. <laughs> Last night with them and Kevin Hart, like maybe you could throw Kevin Hart in the ring too and just see what happens. I mean, I feel like he's got to be crafty uh, for his size. They spent thirty minutes just making fun of each other. It was it was yeah. some great TV at eleven thirty on a Thursday night. <laughs> great. So we could have like a side roast battle going on there too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Kevin Hart wouldn't really uh, match up well. He'd just kind of get bumped around and knocked over. But. All right, Stephen, do you have any good ones? I feel like you're going to have a great one to end on. Um, I actually had two. I was thinking about soccer. I was thinking 
Zlatan versus Ronaldo would be interesting to watch. Okay. I feel like yeah. Zlatan would probably probably edge on that one, but who knows? He I does have know. a black belt in Taiko or Jiu-Jitsu, I believe. Yeah, I thought that would be a good fight to see. But branching out into um, movies, I was thinking, I know we've seen it in the movie Black Panther, but an actual fight between Chadwick Boseman and Michael B. Jordan would be pretty Ooh. awesome. That would be yeah. insane. They're both in incredible shape. I, Michael B. Jordan is, I mean, like potentially the best. He is incredible. Very yeah. good actor. But that would be fun to watch. I think honorable mentions for me, got to go Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan. That's a great <laughs> Um What about Kanye Taylor Swift? Kanye Taylor Swift as well is great. Um, I feel like you can't forget Reggie Miller and Spike Lee if you've ever watched the old NBA highlights. Oh, yeah. And then here's one that will hit home with everyone. Alex Tejada and every Arkansas fan 2004. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dude, he was great when he didn't actually have to kick it through the field goal, like the, the post. He was an incredible kickoff guy, but not good at making field goals. <laughs> what it was just that one season because he broke every record that Arkansas had. And then – that one year, he just missed a bunch of game winners for us, and yeah, went what to if, uh, the history books? What if you took Chad Morris and John L. Smith and put them together to see who is the worst Arkansas coach of all time? <laughs> and <laughs> the death. Oh man, that'd be great. Just smile, smile. <laughs> okay, my my honorable mention um, for everybody, and I think we'll end here because we're about out of time. Would have to be. Round three, me versus Gideon Singleton. Mm, if oh. you've ever worked with me, um, you know, I like to get a little rowdy sometimes. Um, but if y'all don't know, so Gideon is, uh, is he's in pretty good shape. Um, he's in the military. Um, and um, and you're in pretty good shape. And I'm in incredible shape. <laughs> <laughs> No, but so we uh, we would uh, get in some some wrestling bouts from time to time, and um, when Gideon would take the best of me, um, you know he would he would beat me pretty quickly. I generally thought it was a good idea to start biting. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I would just I would love to have round three, Gideon. If you're listening, hit me up, and we'll we'll get the the wrestling mat out, and we'll we'll go at it. And um, get the get the review contract signed real quick. It would be a great, it'd be a great watch, but hey, you could be one of the undercards for Mike Tyson. There you exactly. go. Exactly. <laughs> Sign us up. We're in. Yeah, right before Jake Paul and Nate Robinson. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll be behind in some boxing shorts and gloves. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great. Side. Get some contacts. Though. No, no mouth guard though, because you got to get those teeth. Keep those teeth open. Exactly. He goes bottom mouth guard. <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh thank you guys for listening and thanks to steven for for joining us this week um as i mentioned it sounds like we're gonna have two bonus episodes this week so um feel free to to give us a listen and a follow on twitter at no special teams one but all right you guys have a have a good weekend stay safe and uh we'll catch you next week mm-hmm.